Welcome to the Check Your Six podcast. Join your hosts, Air Force veterans Craig Lyson and Tim Proctor as they continue their conversation about the challenges of small business ownership as well as information, tips and guest speakers, all designed to help you navigate the potential stormy weather that is small business. And now, here are your hosts, Craig and Tim. What? I just want to start... I just want to tell you, you ever heard of the show Man from Uncle? Have you ever watched it? Of course, a Man from Uncle. Who hasn't watched okay, a Man from Uncle? Okay, so Uncle, that's an acronym. What's it stand for? Uh, I, oh, that's a good one. Oh, no, no, no. You know this. You know everything. I don't know everything. I know stupid trivia. You give that... me stuff that I don't know. <laughs> oh, man, I really should know that because that was a show that I really, I did, really did. I'm shocked. I'm just shocked. Actually, I think it was the Man from Uncle. He's now in... No, that was somebody else. No, you're right. He he's a doctor for like uh, NCIS. NCIS, that's right. Yeah, yeah. it was uh, Alien Kiriakin. Right, was the character there? Common and, name. And he yes, yeah, <laughs> he obviously runs reference that. You, we have a guest in here today. She's looking at us like, oh my gosh, you what guys did I are get just myself bizarre. into? What did I get myself into? So, what does it stand for? I cannot it says remember. United mm-hmm. Network Command Law Enforcement. Excellent. I would have never thought that. I would have never thought that. They said it right at the last part of the show. It's an older, older show before your time. But uh, it was, they showed how they got the uh, name. I'm like, oh, that's interesting. Yeah, I bet Tim knows that. A very, nah. a very young uh, Alien Kiriakin for, yeah. for that show. Cool. Well, excellent. Thanks for that today, Mr. Craig Lyson. This is the 29th episode right. of and, the Check Your Six person, podcast. I've known this lady for over 20 years. Back in the day, she was still in her uh, when wheelchair. When she was a teenager. Yeah, teenager. Yeah. yeah, like in a little baby carriage and stuff. But she's probably the only person I know with all the longevity of her business has still being put out there, and it's called reputation. Cool. We're going to talk about that. I can't wait. As, as part of the tip of the day and, and how you do that. So you are Craig Lyson with? Yes, I am. I am Craig Lyson. With <laughs> I start to say your name again. It's uh, Vets Growth at 407-754-5779. And Tim Proctor with GRP Studios here in Longwood, Florida, 407-782-5969 or tim at grpstudios.com. If you're a listener, if you've listened, if you've downloaded, thank you very much. We appreciate it. Please feel free to reach out to us with any questions, concerns, comments, corrections, especially if you've gotten something wrong. Yeah, we don't get things Which that happens a lot (laughs) between both of us. Well, we are here today with the 20, like I said, 29th episode. December already, year's going to be gone, just like that. I tell you, it's like uh, we started this May 26th, and like you said, we no one knows this, but now we have people like this lady on our, and just making us look fantastic. We have people? We have people. We I know people. I, I know, know a guy. We know, I know a guy. <laughs> yeah, we just, yeah, we know a guy. We know a guy. So this is, again, the 29th episode. This is business, printing, and marketing, because we have Sabrina Prasad, yes, from Nadini printing in the house. And basically the tagline for today was I need 10,000 of these yesterday. So you've never heard anything like that. Here's what I need. I need it. Can you get it for me tomorrow? So welcome Sabrina to the show. Good morning. Thank you guys for having me here. I'm happy. I see we're going to have a lot of fun already this morning. Yes. Yeah. Like I said, the script that's sitting in front of you, it really is like the Pirates of the Caribbean. It's more of a, (laughs) the code, yeah, it's a guideline. It's more than anything else. Mm -hmm. So tell us a little bit about, well, first of all, why the name? What's the name? Nadini Printing came from my middle name. My Ah. middle name is Nadini. And I had literally 
maybe two minutes to come up with the name because when my dad was alive and we were doing the new corporation papers, he gave me months and months and months to come up with a name. But of course, I didn't. I procrastinated. And the day the papers were in his hand, he's like, I need the name. It's going to be filed now. So I called it my name because I said, you know, it's mine. My brothers aren't a part of it. So I called it my name. Daddy's little girl wins it again. Daddy's little girl. So I called it my name. So there is no identity issues later. That's awesome. That sounds like Nandini printing sounds like something different. I mean, Mm what you wouldn't think is just your middle name, which is a good catch to it, though. It's got a good catch. So your procrastination led to a great name for yourself. Yes. Wow. Yes. So we don't want to. We don't want to promote that, though. No. I mean, I keep wanting to read that book on procrastination. I keep forgetting. No, to do we don't it. want I mean, to promote procrastination. No. Not at all. Not especially in the printing and marketing industry. Oh no! You have to plan. <laughs> Planning is the key. Planning to fail, or fl- failing to plan, and planning to fail. Right? We had that. You, on you the, came early, up with that, right? Earlier episode. You tell me you created oh, that. Yeah, I created that. <laughs> probably it was probably somebody really smarter than I am. So tell me a little bit about you. You've been in the business for a long time. So we've been a family-owned and operated business since 1992. I've worked it since then. And in 2014, it became solely mine. So now it's all mine. So we've been around for a while. We've seen the changes in the printing industry with equipment, just processes, new technology, all sorts of different things out there. We're going to cover a lot of that stuff hopefully today. So why printing though what 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 drew you to this why do you like this honestly it was a family business that i walked into and why printing to this day i think we still ask my dad that question because when he left new york and moved down to florida and decided he was going to open a small business my dad was an accountant by trade a controller up in new york when he came down here we thought he was going to open his little own accounting practice or something of that sort cpa or something yeah We were all shocked back in 1990 when he called us up in 1991 and said, I'm going to buy a print shop. Honestly, at that point, I was 20 years old. I don't think I really understood what a print shop was. What, are you going to print money for us now? You know, was that? I mean, we saw them in New York, but it wasn't like a heavily promoted thing. I think people that own businesses just knew that's where you go. It was was probably different. It was probably a, a larger facility, noisy, dirty. Why would you do this kind of thing? Well, in New York, I don't think, because in New York, it's different. You know, Florida's mostly owned businesses, entrepreneurs. New York, you work for big companies, so you don't see where that stuff comes in from. So, I mean, you have your entrepreneurs, you have your small businesses, but back in the 90s and the 80s in New York, it was focused that we worked for these big companies because that's what New York was. So why do you think he decided on a printing business? What led him away from being a CPA? Because that can be a very... It's a, again, it's a tough market, but why do you think he went to printing? Well, he was an accountant, so he was a numbers man, so he knew. So I guess this business was up for sale, and he knew a good deal, and he knew it could still make money. And like I said, he was a controller too, so he had the accounting aspect, the money knowledge, but also running the business knowledge. So I guess he just saw a good deal and said, all right, let's do it. What was your responsibility when you first came on board? Was to learn. I worked from the bottom up. I had awesome. to stack papers and pull them off and collate, and but it was from the bottom up. So she's really of the knowledge of the printing. It's not like she's a middle person. She's in the mm-hmm. deep right. Of it. You you came in from the very beginning and and started doing that. 
what is your best memory of that time? And then what's the thing about, oh, I am, I love doing it because I learned a lot, but I hated doing that. Well, of course, every young girl just wants to be the boss, right? So no, I am shocked. <laughs> really? We just want to be the boss. So when I had to do those things and, you know, I was like, oh. But, you know, eventually, I mean, I started taking over the books. I started, you know, going out and doing sales. So I was learning every different part of the business. So I think it was good to do those jobs because when you, when I did have employees in-house, I knew how to show them the respect. And, it, you know, to say, okay, well, we're a team. We're not a boss and an employee. We're a team. Yeah. So. And, you know, Roto talked that about that a lot about you know, servant leadership and being mm-hmm. a servant of that, knowing everything that you need to do. And then it's easy. And people know when you've done something or when you have it. Yeah. And if you work as a team, your employees, I think, have more respect for you. And, and you know, you learn from them as well. Because there was things I learned from my pressmen or my people that worked in the back and, you know, in graphics or pre-graphics that I didn't know. Did he have a crew when he bought it? Were there people that were already yes. working there and he just mm-hmm. brought on board? Yes. He kept those oh. employees. Yes. Oh, excellent. How many people do you have working for you right now? Right now, it's all 1099. So I all have I have all 1099 contractors. We need to get you in touch with the young lady that was the accountant that was in here from Abacus Accounting because okay. she said there's going to be a change with the 1099 the laws, people. Yeah. Yep. It's going to yeah. be changing if, if California has their way. And, yeah, it's, yeah. It's going to be changed. But it, it is what it is and we'll it adapt. It is what and, it is and we'll adapt and we'll make those changes when we need to come around to it. But we're always going to have vendors to go to. So Yeah, you, you will. And so, we're always going to have suppliers. So. so what do you do in-house, physically in your building? We can do digital prints. We have our presses, our one and two color presses still. We can do graphics. We can do, you know, typesetting, things like that. So well, let me let me rephrase that then. How many 1099 people do you have that are regularly doing work for you? At a given time, maybe three to four. Does it depend on the project? It depends on the project that we're working on and, and what we're doing. So, I mean, there's always a graphics person that I'm yeah. using. So Always somebody. Now, do you still physically print in your location or? We have the capability of doing uh, okay. it. We don't always do it. Okay. But right. we do have the capabilities of doing it. So you have that. Okay. So mm-hmm. what is it? What is the most things that people request from you? What kind of product are they wanting? Is it the business cards or? Yeah. When most people are coming, um, they're, they're looking for business cards, maybe brochures or postcards. And then they're always looking for some sort of a giveaway that they want to use or they need to hand out, whether it's at a trade show or some sort of event that they're attending. A lot of times when people come, I don't think they really know what they want, honestly. See, that's a great segue and because the first question is, if I'm a small business and I hear a reference, hey, go see Sabrina, she can take care of you, and I'm a new business owner, I kind of know what I think I need. What would you say to me? I'm a new business owner, Sabrina. What do I need? So when a lot of business owners come to us, they come with this long list. They think they need every item on a list, but they don't. To start off, they really just need their business cards, their name badge, and like I said, that one handout that's going to tell people who they are and get their message out. And then they can graduate into the other items, you know, whether it's folders, promotional items, pens, workbooks, whatever their business is, they they can find something else, but they can graduate into it. So what we do is when we sit with them, we consult with them to find out, you know, what direction are they going in? What message do they want to get out? What type of clients are they looking for? And where are they going to find these clients? 
do people come in with kind of a specific idea of what they know, or is it basically you're right, I want everything, and then you help them formulate, you help guide them into what they really truly need to start with? A lot of times we help formulate them. I mean, I think it might be a way of me losing business, but I think I keep those people because they know that I'm not taking all of their money. So you're not trying to, and again, that's kind of another question. If a new business is looking at cost, which every new business should look at your cost and your business plan, how many times have we and said continually, that? Yes, well, continually, yes, continually. Uh, Sabrina was the only one that brought it to my attention. When you start a business, your brain is everywhere. You, you don't focus on what your necessity is. When I brought my first business cards out, she goes, Craig, what do you do? I said, it's right. It's not on there. And now, so as many people that. I've gone to see, people like Sabrina, she's the one that brought it to my attention. I'm like, okay, now we know where to go to. Mm-hmm. Well, so when people are looking at cost, is there an advantage to go to you? And you just said you might push some business away with the way you do things, not necessarily push them away, but is there an advantage to coming to you in a local as opposed yes. to going to online? Because I won't say any names. My, my philosophy is, and um, there's there's a lot of people that probably will tell you this that have known me for a long time, especially like Kyle Davis. He always says this is how he remembers meeting me and remembers me. Who's Kyle with? Kyle is with Integrity Financial. Okay, we'll promote that. So Kyle always says to me that he remembers me getting up at a meeting at Florida Hospital and saying what I do where I am. But I also said that all most of your printing... And it's realistically true. 90% of it, whatever you do print and marketing wise, 90% of it is going to go right in that trash can. 100% correct. That's why I call it a okay. drop. I call it the drop program or a it's throwaway going, card. It's going to go in that trash can. But unfortunately, it's twofold. You have to have it. It's something you have to have. So I always say, let me sit down with you and help you throw away that money wisely. <laughs> That's but great. it's true. You know, it's but true. it's reality. And I tell people that honestly all the time when they're doing things. I'm like, do you really want to spend a lot of money on those envelopes? So what is spend your more money on the card, less money on printing the envelope, one color because it's gonna go in the garbage. So they might keep the card longer. What's your tagline? Do you have a tagline for Nadini printing? Um, right now we're we're aligning our clients with the right products and services to help them increase their brand awareness. So, you know, a, a great tagline is five words or less. Mm-hmm. A really super tagline is three words or less. Mm-hmm. And I got that from from Don Ward. You know Don Ward from? Yes, okay. I've heard of him, yeah. So yours, we're going to give you some, we're going to give you some marketing advice. Okay. We help you throw away money wisely. Okay. I'm just, I'm just, no, like, no, that, that's, but, but it's like, true what she said. Hmm. But what it is, is I have to agree with her because like you bring this grocery list to me and say, hey, I need this and this. And they say, wait a minute, let's, let's talk about your budget. Let's talk about what your necessities are versus what you think you don't need. And what your menu is, right? Cause that's right. you make a menu and you're going to make chicken cutlets, then you know exactly what you need to make that. Instead of, you know, and then that's how you form your list. Instead and of somebody instead of somebody come, kiss. <laughs> well, instead of somebody coming to you and say, Hey, I need this stuff and you being respectful and mm-hmm. your bigger picture and who you are, look, let's hold off on that. Let's start here, then let's work on those things later on down the road. Right. And so as opposed and I to always saying, I always encourage encourage my clients and even new clients when they're coming to me. In your initial money, spend your initial dollars on your graphics, on your design. Because if you put out a nice looking piece, people are going to remember that. If you just put together some little drawn out thing that you put just to slap it together because you needed it, it might be remembered. But eventually, you know, you have to change it. 
don't have to be like just but yeah no, just do a stick figure but eventually so to... i mean like when my clients come to me and they're just starting if they need to do a logo or if they have to do their business card design i will tell them spend the money on the business card design and i'll try to discount the business cards or i'll try to do them as low as they can right for yeah, them because you want to help them because their that brand. business card if they spend their dollars and get a nicely designed business card you can use that business card for a lot of things to start off yeah. and go you know, you can use it for your business card. You can use it for an email signature. You can use it on the top of a corner of a letterhead if you need it. You could do it in a little ad if you need it. So that one little graphic can go a long way. Cool. Well, before we stop this ep- this uh, segment of the episode, how do people get a hold of you? Let's do that first. Uh, they can reach me at 407-252-1164 or sabrina at nadiniprinting.com. All right, and that's the middle name, Nadini Printing. So we're going to wrap up this section of it. It goes pretty fast, and we're going to come back and talk about marketing as well. So right back. Stay tuned. The guys will be right back with more on how to check your suits. Serving clients all over, Nadini Printing and Marketing Solutions is a powerful resource to help increase your brand awareness. Our priority is to provide you with all the necessary tools to develop or create your unique brand. Whether it is refreshing graphics, updating your printed materials, or coming up with bold and creative promotional products, Nadini Printing can help you focus your vision and outshine your competition by helping you choose the right products and services at the right time. Nadini Printing and Marketing Solutions listens, learns, and understands the needs of their clients. Call 407-252-1164. Nadini Printing. It's where brands are made. All right, we are back with the second half. You know, I didn't have any printing music to play. I don't know what I was playing for printing music. I, I don't was, know either. That's a good question. That's a good question. I need to find some lead-in music for printing. What, just you, a bunch if of... If you could come up with... She's sitting here with us. She don't know it. Why would you? And I know it. I don't know. Well, I should know that. I, you should, what kind of music do you do for printing? I should be able to find I something. I think it's more our, tranquil, like, hey, man, I just want to get on with the music job. Keep it focused. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, uh, we are back for the second half with Sabrina Prasad, Nadia, Nadini, Nadini Printing. Thanks for being here today. Tell people again how to get a hold of you, and then we're going to ask you some more questions. Um, I can be reached at 407-252-1164 or Sabrina at NadiniPrinting.com. Nadini Printing, middle name, unknown to everybody else, except now everybody in the world is going to know. Everybody will know now. Will know <laughs> Nadini Printing. So we were talking about some things during the break, but what really sets you apart from the competitors? Because you can throw a rock and hit a printing company somewhere. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of them. Why are you different? I think for several reasons. The personalized service. Because they will sit down. Some people know what they want. Some people just want a business card. Here's my file. Some people, you know, we'll sit down with, we'll whip out a calendar. We'll say, okay, what do you need when? Here's your timeline that you have to work with to avoid rush charges as well. You know, some people wait till the end, like I did. And (laughs) they end up paying a lot more. Yeah, You end up paying a lot more than you really need to. And if you have time and you plan, we can look for deals. We can look for specials. 
Because when I'm putting out those deals and specials to you, that means I have a supplier putting out those deals and specials to me, right? So that's one of the reasons. Another one of the reasons is I will help you decide what you need when you need it. I am the owner. So when I sit with the clients initially before I start having everybody else deal with them, I can work with them. I, I know where they are. Right now, I know dollar values is bottom line for a lot of us. We're the same here. People want stuff tomorrow mm-hmm. and they want it high quality. And you've, you've seen the business triangle. You can hit up good, yes. fast, or, or quick. And it's just, they don't seem to understand a lot of business. And you'd think they would. Every business, really from what I've seen, we're all in the same boat. Small business, we're all in the same boat. If you want it fast, you want it done well, what do you want? Yes. And you pick two. Okay, I want it fast and excellent. It's going to cost you money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, I don't really have to have it real fast, but I still want an excellent. Okay, it might be a little bit less for you. Right, because we're not rushing. <laughs> we we do get this a lot for people that want stuff yesterday, and they don't understand the time it takes to put it together. What is an average, if I come to you, what is an average lead time for business cards and postcards? Okay, what would be the best? So I will go based on the files are ready to print. There is no graphics, anything to be done. So if you come to me with a print ready file, a lot of times I can, I will get be able to get your cards for you. I can do it in two to three days. Of course, it will cost you more. I can do some of them overnight. It will cost you more. Or I can do five to seven days if you have that time to wait and you will get a great deal. So, but I would say no more than seven days, but we can do overnight, but then cost that plays more. the yep. factor with the cost, right? Yeah. How, how well have you planned? What kind of files do you need? And you were talked earlier in the first segment about worry about your logo or worry mm-hmm. about that first, because then that can translate across the board. Then you're not having to redo stuff. You're not just going to do a stick figure like trash from. Right. So if you're, if you're, we're doing the artwork for you and the graphic then we would want your logo in a high-resolution JPEG or PNG file. Okay. This way we just have it ready to go. If you are providing us the files, we always ask for a high-resolution PDF. This way when you give it to us, nothing changes in transmission. Everything is PDF, nothing moves. A lot of times if you send over, uh, a lot of small businesses like to send over Microsoft files, whether it's Word or Publisher or there's another one, I think it's PowerPoint. Which is okay. Everybody has to. So you, you know. prefer PDF as opposed to a vector file. We can. We do need the vector file sometimes. It's okay. for doing promotional products and stuff. So it depends on the item you're doing. Okay. Most of the time, if it's just straight printing, we tell you give us the PDF file because nothing has moved, nothing has changed, everything is there. So what is it there? Because you're in your business, it's printing and marketing. Mm-hmm. What do you do from the marketing standpoint? Are they tied together and how are they kind yes. of tied together? Printing is marketing because marketing, you're out there. Uh, printing right? is advertising. So printing is your marketing because you're using that printing for marketing. Okay. So marketing is just really a term now filling in for printing because printing is not as widely used as it was before. It will never die. It's still going to be out there. It's still going to be used. But now your pie is just bigger and you have slices, more slices on the pie. So from marketing, you're not necessarily looking at marketing, SEO, website, and that kind of stuff. It depends on which slice of the pie you're using. Now, if you're doing social media, which we we have people on our team that will handle that as well. If you're doing social media, then yeah, you are going to want to look at those numbers and make sure, you know, you're making the hits that you need to make. So it depends on which slice of the pie you're using. 
if you're doing a website, which we have people will outsource that as well to, then yes, you may want to eventually do SEOs and search. Make sure you're you're coming up high on the searches. So okay. all that will fall into play. It just depends on which slice of the pie you're doing. What has changed since you, and I know it has, and you may not be able to answer this directly, but what has changed since you've taken this over from your dad? How, how have things changed for you? I had a lot of growing up to do, believe it or not. When I worked, it was daddy that, you know, he was the boss. So I always had his cushion to fall back on. When I took over, it was me. So whatever decision I made, it was all on me. I had nowhere to cushion. It was, you know, it was going to work or it didn't work. A lot of things that I've learned is I should have listened to him a little bit more sometimes, (laughs) like every child, because things that he wanted me to do then and expand on then, there was a lot of fear. So I didn't do it. But now I'm doing those things and I'm realizing, wow, if I had done this when he told me to, it would be set in place. But there's a lot of fear. So, I mean, things have changed. I was telling Kyle the other morning as well (laughs) that I'm no longer afraid of success. I think I was always afraid to succeed. You know, I have heard that before. It's not the fear of failure because everybody has that. It's the fear of success because then afraid, success yeah. means I've got to meet this standard now. And you're right. I, and I didn't understand that at first. That too. But also being a cultural woman, we're from South America. So I, I'm, I'm a cultural woman. I'm a West Indian woman. Success, when you start as a woman, start climbing that ladder of success, people look at you differently. They think of you differently. They don't necessarily support and say, wow, there is this woman climbing the ladder of success. And I think that's across the board. We all say we want to support women. We want to see women succeed. But are we genuinely supporting these women? What does that look like for you when you say you want people to support you as a woman business owner? What does that look like, truly? Truly, I don't even know if I want them to support me because I'm a woman business owner. I want them to support me because I'm Sabrina. Perfect, because Debbie Rodriguez was the same way. She was in here with QLM and I Build Central Florida. And her whole thing was she was using the advantage of being a female-owned business. And she said, I don't like doing that. I I want people to know that I'm a business person, Mm -hmm. first and foremost. Take out gender, take out race for anything. I'm here to serve you. I'm here to serve you and be a business and be a business person. Right. But as for a woman, I think when we start succeeding, a lot of us, we're afraid because we're afraid of what people might think of us, what people might say, especially, you know, being in a minority, being from a cultural family. You know, when women start succeeding and you start doing better than the male, then they look at you differently, even though they say, oh, wow, that's great. They don't really show, oh, wow, that's great. Oh, I think it's great. I'd rather have a woman. I mean, when I was in the hotel business, I preferred to work for a woman because they're pushing themselves more Mm -hmm. as a male goes, hey, hey, Tim, let's go to the bar. Craig, don't drink. I'm not going to the bar. I want to learn more so I can succeed. Yes. I love to see women do well in business, not because they're a woman especially now being a small business owner, because you're a small business. Yeah, most of us women are small business owners. When you do well as a small business owner, then I'm going to do well, and it just translates, hopefully, across the board. Yes. What do you, is there anything that you specialize in? If you say, this is my niche, this is my, this is my, this is where we do the best. What is that? The graphics, the design, the layout, and then your, your basic, I don't want to say starter package, but your basic stuff, your business cards, your postcards, your brochures, you know. And then we can help you build upon there. 
And I think what our greatest niche is and probably advantage for the clients is we will look for the best deal for you. You know, if you're doing promotional products, we're going to look for a supplier that's putting out a deal or one that's giving a special or maybe one that's offering free setup. You know, there's so many ways to go that we can help our clients save money. I, you, let, let me just say something real quick. On the far as the promotional products, I agree. In the hotel industry, you want something to sit on your desk right in front of that person so that person says, you know, I need, oh, I'm going to call this person. Mm -hmm. The business card's in your wallet, in your purse, in your car, somewhere else where it's not right there in front of you. Holding your monitor level. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So, and, and that's why I turn to you for all those promotional yes. items for other things. And when you're doing for promotional products, I, I always tell people, remember, when you're purchasing a promotional product, it's going to stay, if it's a good one, in the household for probably about a year. So I always tell people, you know, it's better to do a smaller quantity and pay a little bit more than do a big, large quantity and pay cheap. Because most of them will end up in garage sales, Goodwill boxes, things like that. But if it's something substantial, and here we go back to Kyle again, Kyle last year did for one of the business expos, he did measuring cups with measuring spoons and there was another item in there. I can't remember what it was, but that's what he gave away to certain potential clients. He didn't give them to everybody walking by. There was pens on the table for that, but those are kept in households. People are still using them. I, he did a bottle of hot sauce. That was the other item. I had people coming up to me saying, oh my God, we want items like Kyle's. And that's, and that's because people will use a measuring cup, right? People will use those measuring spoons. So who doesn't want hot sauce, you know? Okay, I'm going to buy 10,000 pens because we know that the more you buy, the cheaper it is. And then the pens run out of ink and you throw them away because you don't go to the store anymore and get a refill. No, At least I don't. No, no they don't. Or take that same amount of money and buy 100 of this, which is unique. It's different. It's find outside your, the box. Find your potential clients and give them that. It's, you know, I have to say it's a value. I get all kinds of stuff in the mail, and it's funny because I haven't reordered in a long time, but I did get those 500 pens. Oh, I still have them, and it's yeah. just that people are cautious of what to touch. Yes. So you got to be you got to realize of what the circumstances is going on today of what you want to hand out, even a business card. Oh, I don't want to touch that. Everybody's not wearing. Why don't you give the rubber gloves out then? Yeah. And you have to know who you're giving these, these products to. For example, if you're going to a doctor's office or medical facilities, those nurses, those girls, they're always wanting pens right, and notepads and sticky notes. So 100%. That's what you're going to give to them. They like the little cutesy things here and there. Don't get me wrong. But when you're going into a hospital, you're probably doing a mass amount. So you'll need more in quantity. Yeah, so know so who your those are is. the things that those girls are looking for. Yeah, so you have to know who your clients are. If you're looking at a higher-end client, then you need to do a little bit of a higher-end item. Get something a little bit better. So tip of the day, we won't forget today. Tip tell of you the what, day today. This tip is probably the best I've ever seen come from Ever? Ever. This, I mean, I was reading this. I'm like, oh, my God, they're right. This is it. This this tip is what keeps you in business. So what is the tip? Go ahead and read it. Oh, man. It says, so there's only one boss, the customer, and they can fire everyone in the company from the chairman on down simply by spending his money somewhere else. Is that not true? I mean, that's what that's keeps right. us in business. Yeah. You know, that was actually, that was Sam Walton said that. Now he's got a, obviously he has, he's dead. He, he has now a, a large company and it's worldwide and he does all kinds of things. But I think his philosophy was the same. 
every customer, every client that I speak to, and again, you're going to have unhappy clients. I'm sure you Everyone have had does, yes. unhappy clients. And you can't please everybody, especially if you can't be the cheapest. And if people are focused on, I need it to be cheap, well, then maybe you price yourself, and on this probably going to sound horrible to people, price yourself out of their price range. Mm-hmm. If it's a client that you know is going to be a ton of work, do you get to the point where you say, I appreciate your business, it's great, but I think this might be better served with Vistaprint or something the way, online. The way I handle those now, and, and that was a situation not just myself, but I'm sure of other marketing companies and printing companies and even probably other businesses face. So the way I handle it now is if I have a client coming on to say starting from scratch, they need their business card, they need a design, they need it all put together. I will say, okay, so we're going to design you. We're going to give you three different layouts to choose from. You have two sets of revisions. And then this is how many cards you get. I give them the price breakdown, 500, 1,000. This is the paper you get. If you want this paper, then it's so much more. You know, if they have more revisions, then it'll cost you more. Yeah. So they and, know up front. And I think people, if they know up front, really it is unrealized expectation is usually what causes disappointment. Mm-hmm. And if with people come into us and they say, this is what we'd like. Okay, this is what we're going to provide for you. These are the things that are going to be involved with it. But then, well, why did you tell me it was going to be more? Well, because if you keep changing it and you keep revising it, that means I have to do right. revisions and mm-hmm. all this other stuff. It's not just free. Well, what else you got, Mr. Craig? What's on your phone? Somebody call you? Yeah, I'm trying to get a page number so we can check, get these shirts ordered that we uh, give people that come to our podcast. Oh, yeah. We're supposed to have one. We didn't, but that's okay. Well, thank okay. you for being here today. Thank you guys for having me. A lot of fun. Hey, I, I really learned, enjoyed I've it. I've known her for 20 years, and I, I have know. learned more just today about her than anything else. So now when we start doing our Lunch and Learns. I know Craig when he used to wear those Hawaiian shirts at work. Oh, Remember those Hawaiian man. shirts, Craig? Yes. Now, they're, now I wear a tent to work. Pete's. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for being here today. It really was a lot of fun. Again, Sabrina Prasad Nadini Printing. Where are you located at, by the way? Um, we're in East Orlando. East Orlando. That's right. Mm-hmm. Part of the East Orlando Chamber. Yes. All right, Mr. Craig, what else you got today? Nothing. I'm just glad we ready got... for Christmas? By I the way, I don't I celebrate like, Christmas. I like the red Lamborghinis just to keep you... Just in really? Case. Yeah. Hey, can I get a promotional item that's a small car? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I will we're look done. for one we're for you. We're to the Check Your Six podcast. Tune in again next time for more information on your small business development.